I don't know who Nick's Otter is. Nick's Otter dot AI. I have no idea what that is. Oh really? Do you do you see that? I, I see. Yeah, I see. I suspect I know what it is though. It's uh, I got this meeting invite recently for uh, taking notes during a meeting. Somebody uh -huh. like sent me an email, and it's like this application that takes notes while you meet. And somehow I by mistake clicked the wrong thing, and now it's a third participant in our meeting. Well, the thing is that that has happened to me before in another meeting that someone did that in a Google Meet. And I was like, what is up with this chat GPT situation we got going on? I don't like it. It's a third person just listening. Really? <laughs> I have no idea, but let's figure out how to get them out of here. Or they could say, um, we could just, you know, tell them to follow the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me hang up and try and re rejoin. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. There we go. Don't worry, I kicked them out. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter if they were eavesdropping or anything like that. I mean, the CIA. Unless you got something to hide. No, no. You're an open book. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's anything. Yeah, you seem like a wholesome person since i first met you years ago oh, thanks. thanks a lot <laughs> like you're not married with kids or anything right no no i'm engaged to be married you are yeah no way i just kind of guessed it like this energy i i was like yo i can feel this like you're gotta be like engaged or something no way yeah i carry that energy around with me yeah <laughs> my fiance Alyssa. We got engaged over the summer. Thanks. No way. That's amazing. We love that on this podcast. Um, oh, good. You like yeah. marriage. Yeah, yeah. We so we yeah, we do like marriage on this podcast. We've also had divorces and also people that were about to get divorced on this podcast that mentioned it, but it doesn't matter, you know. We we love them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's Usually it's not a like a curveball when that happens or anything like that. It's just it's good to know because I I'm I'm not like digging. People always think that, oh wow, Rashad, like how do you know this about me? I'm like, it's literally up on Google. Like there's nothing yeah. I can't find anything not like too personal. Right. Do right. you um so you do some research before? I, ha I mean, I have to do some research. I mean, if you're on the show, there has got to be some type of significance while, you while you're on the show. Right, right. Yeah. He's like, MFA. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> just, if you got, if you went to school, I mean, I guess that's like, cool. <laughs> that's a requisite. <laughs> or like, if you didn't go to school, power to you, you know? Yeah, totally. I only caught a glimpse of you at the first last show at Bungie Space. Yeah, I think I saw you coming in. I was just coming out right in the beginning. Okay, so I heard that when you were pulling up and you were, I get, yeah, I guess you were like, it was still like early and whatnot. I heard that you were going to get food, but like, Yo, does your family have a restaurant in Little Italy or your brother has a pizza shop? Is that confirmed true? No, that's false. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Can you tell me more about where that came from? So we no, we were just like sitting in the back and I just like heard that you guys went out to go get food. But then someone said that like you had a brother that had like a pizza restaurant or something. And I was just like, nah, you're, you're playing. I love that. No, it's totally false. And I was like, yo, I should have just like went with them because I was like, I could totally eat before talking to so many people in the back, just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, we we like set up and we were like just trying to get a quick bite before it started. And on our way out, we saw some some friends coming in. So like, Maybe we shouldn't leave. But yeah, we got a quick bite. Actually, we didn't even make it to the pizza shop. Oh, we really? Make, yeah, we came right back. Because it was go time. It was go time. It was go time. You, you, and you guys have done so many of these before, so you kind of used to it by now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's a little different because we have like it's a new space, a new, new group. But that one was awesome. Um, 
we really like that shop, Bungie Space. I've never heard of it until now. Yeah, like they're pretty new, just 2021 they opened. But they had another shop in New York uh, for a few years, I think before COVID. Um, but it's owned by uh, like a, a studio of three people that like operate as a shop in New York and the other half is a shop in Beijing, I think. That's and sick. yeah, yeah. There's some, I think there's similar shops, but they have their own, they have their own inventory maybe. And uh, yeah, we're super grateful to those folks for hosting us because it's been awesome. Beijing. I've been to Beijing. Have you? Yeah. It's smoggy. I love it. Oh yeah. I haven't it's been. so good. I I would definitely go back. I actually love China, as controversial as that sounds. <laughs> it doesn't sound controversial. But Bungie Space was, yeah, it was tight. I've, I haven't. It just kind of felt like the old, the old days of, uh, the art book fair being at Mama PS One. Yeah, had the same vibe. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we've never done an art book fair, but uh, I'm hoping to do one soon. We just applied for the Brooklyn Art Book Fair. When's that? I think it's June. It's okay. June. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's all it's all happening all at once. It's it's that time. Yeah. Everyone's applying. Everyone, but yeah, it's these days the Zine Fair. It's more than just a Zine Fair. I feel like it's like a whole like fashion show. Yeah, did you go this year? Yeah, I go all I go every year, but it's it's kind of insane, like the lines, people that pull up. It's great, but at the same time, it's just it can be like anxiety driven. Totally, you have to go in the right mindset, I think. But if you feel good, it can be like the most for me. It can be like the most inspiring weekend. But and like just the fact that it creates that much attention is pretty awesome i think it really does it really does and bungee space in the back they had they were selling your shirts that they made that whole it was like a laundry setup right like a like a dry cleaning setup yeah i think it will i think it is they usually right? have clothes on that rack they 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 sell clothes on that rack all the time, and it was probably mostly their inventory that was on there. But we we stole a few spots for uh, some first last hoodies and and long sleeve t shirts. Was that the hoodies that were? Was that your thing that you guys brought in, or was it theirs? The like shelving thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was theirs, and I don't. I wish I knew the name of the artist who made that, but I don't. I think it was uh, it's something they own at Bungie Space, and they display stuff on. Yeah, that was tight. It's cool, right? And it comes right? with the glass shelves that you can uh, add on if you wanted to have like a hard shelf space. But yeah, that thing's beautiful. I love that. It's so cool. It fit right in with the hoodies too. Yeah, it worked. It worked perfect. I love that shop for us. I feel like it was kind of uh, perfect fit. You guys also did the decals too in the windows. Yeah, yeah. Sean and I. Yeah, we're happy with those. No, you guys like I what I love is that you guys really take pride of like the shop windows, like the the front of house where I think I saw like the door stoppers. You guys made those. Now I'm trying to think who could possibly make them in the wear many hats cinematic universe of all the woodworkers and fabric. Remind me which thing. The it's like the door stopper and it's like it's wood ingrained like first last and it's it's just like it's kind of brilliant honestly because everyone makes unusual here I'm like pulling it up right now I'm gonna it's a it's a it's like an invitation it says you're invited keep it open oh wait it's for Pioneer Works actually yeah. <laughs> No, but it is that's something I designed, but it's not a first last thing. Dude, it's still dope. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, I love I went through this uh phase where I was really into doorstops. I was taking photos of doorstops and uh, yeah, I made the invitation for like it was a thing in school in grad school that uh 
like a workshop that, that we did. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, it's just it's just a wooden doorstop that I asked the guy on. Uh, I put a post on Craigslist looking for somebody who could who could help make some like blank mm-hmm. plywood doorstops, and I just bought like a bunch of uh, stamps and I like sized them perfectly so it could fit each face. It looks like something Nate Harris would do. Friend and guest of the show. Oh, I know Nate well. I listened to his episode. Oh, you did? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. I'm flattered it looks like something Nate would make. Nate made the book stands for us that were at the event out of like plywood with like pink linoleum on top. That was at Bungie Space? Yeah. All the books were like on these like pink book stands uh, that Nate made. Wow. Okay. That makes sense now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I so we were in the back. And Nate, we were drinking our tea and we kept it on this like on this table and we just saw Nate and I was like, wait, Nate? And Nate's like next to where the books were placed on. And I did not know that that was Nate's doings, which is kind of amazing. But instead he like shifted and looked at the table that we placed our tea on and he was like, whoa, like this is great too. I was like, yo, do you, are you? <laughs> it's like we're outside the studio and he's like still getting more inspiration it's it's kind of amazing to see his face like light up and just like you can yeah. see all everything churning in his brain yeah he's an inspiring guy to hang with because he just he has a really interesting way of like looking at things and appreciating things but i wonder yeah. what his uh his thought process is with like music you know there's also got to be like a background like song to it as well yeah i don't know too much about that but i've been to a few record shops with him and he has like i think he has a pretty good collection he's always look he's always on the lookout for like a very specific record what's your song what what do you usually play in your head when you're either out and about designing just bopping around what's on my spotify um what's on your playlist i don't know what am i listening to today there's nothing there's nothing embarrassing about Third Eye Blind. We love Third Eye Blind on this podcast. Oh, because of my t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. We made this playlist for the uh, for the event at Bungie Space that, that we forgot to send them. So there was no music the whole event. We have a playlist that I made. Um, I was so bummed that we didn't send it, but yeah. Drop a track. What was the... What's the... What's like the first song on that playlist? I really like Philly people from a time in Philly. Uh, I have some Orion Sun. Um, I have, oh, my friend James got me into Gus Stapperton, who I like a lot. We love Gus Stapperton. Yeah, yeah. Sitcom. I think he lives in Bushwick. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, Deb Never, Bad Bad Not Good, Arthur. Oh yeah, this is like the t- like typical designer playlist for sure. We we love Dev ne- Dev Never for yeah. definitely. Yeah, one other that uh, my friend Andrew's son got me into is Cheeky. Never heard. Yeah, Andrew put me on. I like it a lot. And these are all Philly people. Are you still based in Philly? Or no, I don't think all of them are Philly people. Some of them are. But no, I moved to I moved to Brooklyn like a year and a half ago, so I'm no longer in Philly, but. Yeah, still, still, uh, a lot of my friends are still in Philly and still, still go to Philly pretty often. Do you miss it? Yeah, of course. This is a Philly-based podcast based in New York City. Listen to worldwide. <laughs> where do you live? I live in Brooklyn as well, but I'm being that typical podcaster where they're just saying like, "Yeah, we're uh, we're a Brooklyn-based podcast listened in Los Angeles that." is based in Los Angeles, but listened in Philly. It's just Basically, like, yeah. Brooklyn, Los Angeles, and Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> just the whole world. We're, we're, we're that meme. Mm-hmm. We stay true. Yeah, I'm based in, I'm based in Brooklyn. <laughs> Typical Brooklyn, you know? Typical Which neighborhood? bed And you? Clinton Hill. Clinton Hill. Yeah. Close to Pratt. Right you, next to Pratt. You you just need to be next to school, don't you? Yeah, I'm a student. <laughs>
it's Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats, presented by Jasar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WMH and Jasar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Wear Many Hats, Jasar, and Commercial Type will be hosting a zine fair in collaboration with Hester Street Fair come August 2023. You heard it here first. DM or email us over at Wear Many Hats or Jasar if you'd like to participate as an exhibitor. Nick Mazzarelli is a graphic designer. Had to stop just saying designer because people either be thinking it's fashion design or the rapper with two eyes, but it's Mazzarelli with two S's and two L's. I first met Nick outside of the zine function at the pier in Philly, chopping it up. Jassar was doing a first collaboration with Commercial Type, and the rest was history. Nick went to Drexel for his BS in graphic design and Yao for his MFA. We got a big dog on the pod, currently over at fan favorite Actual Source as a senior designer. But where we really know Nick is from First Last, a periodic artist publication co-ran with Sean Murray. Pulling up to the zine fair in a Maserati. Please welcome Nick Mazzarelli to wear many hats. Thank you. Thank you so much, dude. I love that. <laughs> I tried to get creative with it. Very good. These days, all the podcasts have just been like blending in. And I, I'm i just like learning about so many things that people do. And I just have to like, I don't know, that quote designer brain of ours you know it's just always something and we we think we're all so funny but we're actually like (laughs) i don't think i (laughs) no i like it it's like art yeah right that that first intro is really really your moment yeah yeah it's you know i sometimes i tell people i paint but i actually don't you know i podcast (laughs) (laughs) but dude it's been quite some time like i feel like when i told you about our collaboration with commercial type i feel like the world was still together i mean come on the world was like never together i guess yeah when when we met it was like really brief right outside of um eight fields market oh it was eight fields market maybe their first one yeah, yeah. Friends against the show, Gabby, Basyuk, shout out to A Fields Market. They're killing it too. Yeah, yeah, they are. You started there. Started at A Fields Market? Yeah, first last. We didn't start there, but we had we had a little table there. Um at the Cherry Street Pier one. We had Sean and I had like a little table next to it. I think we might have shared it with with all caps or might have been we might have shared it with Dylan Limbo I forget one of the two <laughs> I forgot about them which is kind of crazy because they came out with the pants with the columns right right yeah yeah and ugh, that's f- hilarious big bud press just pulled like came out with the uh, pants with the columns did you see that no yeah and I was gonna I was gonna tag uh Dylan or I was no actually I was gonna tag um I was gonna tag uh what what is that uh, a diet Prada, <laughs> mm. but no one's gonna care about Tim Limbo. <laughs> I like it, like very niche. Yeah, dude, those column pants. Just, yeah, they were iconic. Yeah, they were so great. I never got a pair, but one day for my birthday, Sean and and Saeed who run the uh, Randall Limbo made me a pair with some like random prints on them it was so nice i still have them but yeah they were killing it i love i love the two of them working together and thought those dylan limbo ideas were so clever because that's that's how it starts you know you start off with memes and meme wear and then you blow up mm-hmm. and then you're like serious and then you're fashion right mm-hmm. did you do you still wear the pants no not that often but i still have them were you just like gaining weight or like were you just like <laughs> no i wasn't gaining weight but it, oh, i forget i forget they're very white they're like totally white and they have a print mm. they have a print on the back pocket that that i made a long time ago that i think sean turned into a screen self screen for the pants but it was uh 
it's like a Valentine's Day card design and uh, it's on like the back pocket and I don't know. I just, I still love them. I just, I just don't wear them at all. That's sweet. White pants yeah. are hard, you know, you can't always wear them every day. Yeah, totally. Also, like I was using a, um, a Clorox pen to get like stains out of them because every time I wore them, I get something. And over time, I realized like those Clorox marks yeah. were turning like yellow. So I had like when I was in sunlight, pants would have like yellowed spots all over my thighs. And I was like, oh, I guess that's why I don't wear them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's hazardous. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel like in New York, you can get away with anything these days wearing anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of good outfits. There's a lot of good outfits, but fashion has flipped upside down. Everyone's just wearing like big things. Big things. Yeah. Big things. Yeah, totally. I love I love seeing like what people wear and also like how it changes based on the neighborhood in New York. Since Uh, living in New York, have you have you bought yourself like a film camera and started like photographing people? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm sick. I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'll do that soon. <laughs> Not quite there yet, but I'm, I'll be there soon. Yeah. I feel like that's the initiation, you know, once you. you You're really in New York once you have your, your, your. Uh, Olympus stylus. Yeah. Once you spend $20 to develop film, you're, you're ready. Yeah. You're ready. <laughs> you're like. And then you kind of you kind of get immune to it. It's kind of annoying, like Ticketmaster fees. You just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, this is it. Yeah, it's part of life. It's part of life. It's part of life. So where do you where do you bop around for coffee and, and like your restaurants? Where do you go? Clinton Hill's great. It's just like yeah. Pratt is like right there. You have no trains besides the G. We we like really love it we kind of picked it out of a hat. Like my cousin lived here in Clinton Hill and we were just trying to move to Brooklyn and we weren't sure which neighborhood and we like really loved visiting him. So we thought like, let's just try this. We found a good spot like on the uh, kind of in between Pratt and Fort Greene Park. We love like all the restaurants on DeKalb. We have like some great like coffee shops around. Do you make coffee at home? Yeah, every day. I make coffee, but, but for a special treat, we'll go out and my fiance Alyssa doesn't she doesn't drink coffee so it's um it's just me but we live we also live with my brother so it's the three of us me Alyssa and my brother John no way brother John brother John John. yeah (laughs) I feel like that's how it first starts when you live in New York people's always like living with their sibling yeah it's very common like my brother yeah definitely my my ex like lives with her sister like if my brother wanted to move to the city and he like a jump start i'd move out of my one bedroom apartment to move in with him for sure just so yeah. he can like get off i mean he makes more money than me so there's no way i don't understand that i'd be like bro you don't need me i need you <laughs> actually let's get a place together <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty ideal. We we like it's pretty ideal to live together. We we haven't lived together since we were like kids until like I was in Philly and he was in uh he went to school in New York. So when we both wanted to live in New York at the same time, it was perfect. I think he had some friends he were, he was trying to live with and they they bailed the last minute and I was so pleased because or me and Alyssa are both pleased because it's a lot of fun to live with him. But what happens if he uh by has a girlfriend and then they get engaged and she moves in that's the four of you guys then i think a sitcom would happen right perfect yeah perfect opportunity for a sitcom it's not a big space that'll be tight no pets we basically do it now oh yeah we have two pets um two bunnies oh two bunnies Mm -hmm. small. i thought you were gonna say two dogs no no It'd be hell. Yeah, that'd be tough. But actually, we're not too squeezed. I kind of expect it to be more squeezed. Like this room is like our extra. My what I've been using as my studio for the time being, and yeah, we have a decent amount of room. I think. No, that's good. That you don't usually hear that on New York yeah. podcasts. Yeah, like I kind of expected to be squeezed. Like my expectations were 
or low. So I was, I'm happy that I have like at least a little like private room to work in and, and uh, my work is remote, obviously. So as it should be, I mean, like I'm looking at your actual source hat now, clearly it says actual source books. Are you always in the actual source drip? No online ceramics? Always, always. No online ceramics for me. All actual source books. <laughs> like they're competing. <laughs> you didn't have to move to Utah to work with them first, or were you able to keep your sanity? No, I didn't have to move to Utah. I've been there. I've visited them like, I think two or three times for like a, a week each time. Yeah, they're based in Provo in uh, like 45 minutes from Salt Lake. And it's an awesome little city town. I, yeah. I've been to Salt Lake City. Uh, I I'm, I don't have any plans on coming back, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one day, maybe. Utah, like I didn't know much about Utah before I worked there, but. It's an amazing state and like I got so many things I want to do there, like uh, nature wise, but also just like I love I love really fell in love with Provo when I've been there. Yeah, they have a pretty sweet setup. They have a pretty pretty sweet life in Provo. So if they asked you have to come in, you would you'd be like, all right, I'm gonna leave Brooklyn for Provo. I don't know. I don't think I could do that. But you're like, I'm not gorpy enough. <laughs> you need to be a real. Everybody in Provo is very gorp. <laughs> no, I think Brooklyn's more gorp than, than Provo. Whoa, and they have, re they have reason to be. fighting words, but very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. Uh... I don't know that I'd move because I just have so many, uh, I have so much family here and I feel like I just got here. I really love, love living in Brooklyn. Yeah. You can't leave brother John. You just moved. Right. Right. Exactly. It's crazy how design merch is such a huge hit, you know, like a 24 going off, OC going off, AS going off, ACS going off. Yes. You Saeed, all caps studio. Shout out to Saeed. It's insane. Will will the drip will design will design drip ever fall off? Yeah, I mean, do you mean like graphic tees? Graphic tees is just one part of the equation, right? Like people used to wear like all over prints and like big Kool-Aid man drip. Like it was just like the graphic tees were heavy. And then then graphic design drip came out of nowhere. And so like everyone it's just like it's all branding basically and then yeah. but now i mean it sounds like you know actual source or online ceramics they're just like collaborating with you know big artists and i was yeah, yeah. i was at SZA and SZA did a collaboration with online ceramics and dude i'm sure like now it, it online is like a gigantic household name even when yeah, you don't want it so to much. be so maybe it's like almost like you're talking about like the graphic designers who decide to make clothes or something. So it's like hats and silkscreen stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at you, Miracle Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny, but uh, something like that, like maybe like feels like it's popular because it's small, then becomes really big, and how like how that changes it. Mm -hmm. But I still think, even though like there be like some companies are becoming bigger it doesn't take it away because it's still it's pr still pretty niche even you can be quite big and i feel like it's still pretty niche that's true that's true i mean i feel like everyone's all of everyone's favorite books are all made by like some type of like studio now you know all the virtual yeah. Abloh books yeah and then it's like on the back it's like their studio name and you're just like oh shit yeah, like instead of a publisher. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. I love I love to see that because it's like instead of just being four big massive publishers, it's like a lot of independently published stuff by like small groups. You've done books like that, right? We put like through first class, we published we published probably like 20 books, but they're all like very kind of informal, like printed matter, like zines and uh booklets and like small artist books. We haven't made too many like we haven't made any like substantial books, but actual source definitely has. And uh yeah. I just remember when Total Luxury Spa made books and I have a couple books from them, and then they became like this gigantic clothing company after and then blew up as like a clothing company. I'm like, wow, this is 
hilarious to see because no one knows like their history. No one cares for the history. They're just like, yeah. this print is sick. That's it. Right. Like stuff communicates so quick. And I think people, people really just care about like that, that how, how it's perceived like really quickly. I didn't even know that they had made books in the past. Yeah. I have a book by that. Jerry has uh, made like when he was, he's still big in the photo world and he just put out a photo book with them. I was like, this is great. It's pretty cool. Cause like as a, as a graphic designer, you have those tools, like you know how to work with production teams, you know how to make the design the book. So like that last step is just like distribution and publishing, you know, I think like that can be kind of informal and scrappy and, and DIY and you can still make like really beautiful book. I agree. When we were at your, your the first last show, we were talking to Ali of Friends Editions, mm-hmm. and it was great to see him there too. Lots of, I mean, every. It's just good to hear that all those talks about oh, print is dead, zine culture is dying, yada yada yada. But no, it's like alive and well. Yeah, definitely. We were so hyped that that Ollie made it out and uh, we're big fans of Friends Edition, so we're glad he and uh, and Garrett, his friend Garrett, came through Garrett Morin. Garrett Um, is hilarious as hell. Yeah, he really is. Shut the fuck up. He's actually coming on (laughs) too with Ollie. (laughs) Is he really? Yeah, they agreed there at the the space. Yeah, I hope, I mean, I hope they come on together because they would just be a ball that, that sounds like fun yeah that's awesome i hope you guys do that um yeah but we like love uh friends editions and we were fans of like ollie's last project i think it was called library paper um he featured like one of our close friends clint soren um oh we love clint yeah yeah and it's cool to see this new thing i think it's I think it's maybe the last one was him and a few other folks, but this one's just him, maybe. I hope that he keeps it going. Because what's funny about publications is they always, or like small runs, they they always like ditch their last project. Say that again? They always like ditch their last project and move on to the next one and like a, a new one. It's it's like always going. Like yeah. I... um. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Ali's like last thing, but I just know that Hassan, my old studio mate, he did a thing with like a lot of other publications. And, you know, I don't know if they're still putting out stuff, but I don't know. It's just like they, everyone makes like one, they, everyone makes like certain amount of like books and, and merch and then it just like dies off like again like total luxury spa right they're still doing it but then they like completely fall off yeah it's i can yeah it's like so hard to sustain when when it's uh, probably just because it's hard to like hard to make money doing it and right yeah like almost like the fact that first class is still like sean sean and i've talked a little bit about this the fact that first class is still like so small and like we don't have any dependency on income from it because there is none right like it's almost like it, it allows us to like make decisions that are like completely like just based off our own interests and not at all about like how many of these things we could sell or whatever because it's not really part of the conversation right but like i love seeing like small publishers or independent publishers like are all like have been around for like some time and i like, haven't changed the way they do things or haven't haven't like expanded and it still feels like small and niche no no it's 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 funny because when people were buying the merch and um they saw like the hoodies i remember one friend he was like oh what are they printed on and i was like i have no idea i haven't gone over there and they're like looked and they're like gildens and i was like oh that's great and they're like yeah i love i love a good gildan hoodie and i was like that's great. I've actually never heard anyone say that out loud. <laughs> Only like in the comments. And like I have yeah. no, I have no, like I don't care. Like I work in the merch space. 
that's like part of like our business. And if you want to, if anyone wants to put on Gildens by any means, like Gildens are great, you know? Um, just like, if you want to keep the Gildan tag in there, keep the Gildan tag in there. Right. We're not trying to pretend like we made it because everybody knows we didn't. <laughs> it's like, that's like such a, it's like a simple one, but a good one. And, I just know how I just know how it fits and everything because I have a bunch of them. Right. I think like Sean and I both like those ones. Gildan forever. Yeah, they're 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 pretty quality and last a while. They're comfy. Nobody likes Champion anymore. I don't even. I've never even tried Champion. No, Champion. they're they're okay. They're they're okay. They're just like nothing to write home about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Only only the. Only the cancelable ones are the ones to write home about. We're talking Gildan, Los Angeles Apparel. Is Gildan cancelable? You know, they're all part of like the whole ecosystem of like waste. So yeah. doesn't they bought yeah. American Apparel? That says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But but we still love it. Yeah, I mean it's tough to find an alternative and especially like such a I'm sure there are alternatives out there, but for such a small quantity, I think I think we really just we're, we also just like throw those throw those cities together like in this the merch and stuff like quite quick. It's like event it's like maybe event focused, whereas we spend a lot of time thinking about the books and stuff. And I think at the last minute we're like, oh let's silk screen some yellow ink on the hoodie and just print 30 of them yeah lemon edition we love it yeah especially the long sleeves the way you guys like put the labels on there yo i saw oh, that yeah. It was yeah, great. yeah yeah there's iron on iron on label on the sleeve and those ones were like um we didn't print those tie-dyes they're like from a tie-dye company that, that had like uh kind of like factory overruns so they're like a little bit uh flawed in like some small way you can you can buy them for like discounted price and we print on those. No, they look good. All the factory flaw ones are they kind of look like the best ones. Yeah, like maybe they're like really specific about how the print comes out and like if the ink isn't quite right, they just like put throw them in that factory overrun bucket. But we're really happy with them. And like the shirt itself is not like flawed at all. It's not like it's not like there's one really long sleeve or anything. No, no, not at all. Excuse me for one second. Of course. Sorry about that. What did you have delivered? Uh, a Brita filter. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just needed, I just needed new water. The waters in New York is supposed to be really, really good. I don't even use a Brita. <laughs> no, because that—that's the thing. It's like I already know that the waters come from the springs, the Catskills Mountains, of course, but. Mm -hmm. These days, all like where wherever you get your news from, it's just like saying that like you know the water is just like. I mean, obviously, because we live in New York, it's com completely different. But the water elsewhere in the country is tainted. Yeah, like I'm going to Florida, and there's no way I'm drinking out of tap. Yeah, when I when I when I leave New York, I don't really. But the New York water is like seems to be really good. We don't feel, I don't use Brita at all. I I never used the Brita until until I, I, when I went to a bunch of my friends' spots, they had Britas and stuff, and then I was just like, damn, maybe I think know. this is like maybe this <laughs> is like a New York thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like it all. It is also nice to have like a container with water in the fridge. It's like extra cold. Right, exactly, exactly. Extra cold, and yeah. you just like you open up the fridge, and you're just like, "Oh wow, you have a bunch of film. You have nothing to eat, but I guess I'll have some water." Yeah, and with a Brita with a with a filter that's six months old expired. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> so, so then you're not even drink you're drinking clean water that's being filtered through an old old filter that's then contaminating it. <laughs> That's why I ordered another Brita. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. St straight from 
straight from Philadelphia. We, you know, do you, so what are the, the things that you miss in Philly? Cause right now Philly, Philly's on this like whole other come up right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apparently Philly's got a lot of new things. Yeah. I miss, I'm, I like, we miss, we miss that a lot. Listen, and I, it's like, uh, mo- the things I miss most, of course, my friends, but I see them quite a bit. So that's okay. But second, I miss, uh, full 75. I miss ballet. What other spots? I really like the uh, the taco spot in Fishtown, Loco Pez. I don't know. When I was there, I lived in Old Kensington on the Fifth and Cecilby, and we just had like the best apartment, and it was like so close to so many great spots. It was really like a a happy time when I lived in Philly. But you went to Drexel. Where was this after? Were you it was still? After. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, damn, you oh, might as well just went to Temple. I know. I know. That was actually close to Temple. But I went to Drexel, and then I lived in Philly for like four years after, three or four years after. Usually, when we have Philly guests on the show, it's just like we can't stop talking about Philly. Yeah, you're gonna start being, start people are gonna start thinking this is a Philly podcast. They can think what they want. We still love. I mean, well, I still love Wawa, and you know, a cheesesteak here and there. Yeah, definitely. Have you had a chopped cheese since you've been here? No, but I I, I first heard about a like, chopped sandwich, so I went to this place and in my neighborhood that's supposed to be like one of the best called Farmer in the Deli and on Myrtle. So I went there and I, I heard about like this chopped sandwich. I didn't know like that it was supposed to be chopped cheese. Mm-hmm. And they just they chop everything. Like even if you get like BLT, they'll just they just chop it up into kind of a tuna salad consistency and like transfer it onto a roll and and I got that like a turkey sandwich with avocado and provolone, like just chopped up to, to smoothie consistency, and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't had like so the actual chopped cheese is like a burger, right? Right, Scrum basically. Beef. I haven't had that. It's good. It's good. It's good. There is no comparison. I don't know why people get all heated comparing it to like a cheese stick, but uh, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's still bad for you. You can't just yeah. eat it all the time. Yeah. But so after, you know, doing the work of school forever, you've been teaching a lot, right? I've been teaching a little bit, like just on the side of my job. I teach like one day a week for like a couple hours. Most semesters, it's like, well, I've taught like four semesters now and like half of them have been just workshops. So it's just like five weeks. Have you ever... Is it over Zoom or is it, do you go in? It's in person. Have you ever ever had like a bad student? I've had tricky ones. No bad students, but I've had tricky ones that are, that are a little bit challenging. I've had a lot of folks just like, you know, like they just stop showing up or something, which, which is pretty common. Maybe like one person every semester will be like, just not, not show up. Yeah. The curriculum must be crazy they're just dropping like flies if they're dropping like flies you know something's wrong with your syllabus no most most of my students have been really good parsons is like pretty amazing students are like really into it really curious and i try and keep my classes like super light not too intense i like to think they're pretty pretty chill that's good because you look mad young to be a teacher yeah i'm i'm uh 29 i think part of teaching is i went to grad school and like once you go to grad school, I think like you're kind of a lot of people just teach after that. And I like definitely want to like maintain like a design practice. I don't want to like become a teacher full time, though. I think like all these designers and folks that I admire, like have teaching practices and design practices. And, and I feel like it in some ways, maybe it keeps 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 your design practice sharp to like be be around young folks, like talking ideas and and every time you teach a course you gotta like relearn relearn that material a little bit so so it keeps it keeps you on your toes i think no that's good i feel like that should that's for honestly it any subject totally and i feel also like being in new york um it's like one of the benefits to be able to teach a little bit and be close to like schools like that that's good that's really good 
I I feel like if I were to teach a class, I would totally get like a knucklehead for sure. How would you deal with it? I would just be like, yo, bro. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> square up square up with the 17 year old. <laughs> Do you know who you're dealing with? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I run a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, the, the most trouble I've had is with other teachers. There's one. There was one teacher that was always in the classroom after me in this one classroom, and she would come in hot and would, and would be really upset if like one chair was out of place or or if I was one minute over time. And I started getting. I could tell she was complaining to the university because I was getting emails from like the the like the folks uh, facilities folks mm-hmm. at the university, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> she probably just been teaching because, for 30 just, years and just because of a chair yeah like the room would be out uh kind of out of out of uh it would it would be messy or something i don't know i think it's probably her job you know she probably teaches there all the time and like deals probably deals with it a lot probably frustrating and um she gave me some trouble a few times damn Damn, it's like going back to school all over again. I know. I, I started to feel like a student. Of- <laughs> <laughs> You're like getting bullied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't Abbott Elementary anymore. Right, right. It's the big leagues, mm-hmm. and this isn't girls or NYU either. It's a real deal. Do they call you professor or do they call you Mister? I've got I've gotten both, but I think most people just call me Nick. Yeah, but it's so weird to get professor. It's kind of kind of funny to hear that because I'm definitely not a professor. <laughs> I already just being there don't feel qualified to be teaching. You know, I'm not I'm not that much right, older. Yeah. I'm like, I think they probably feel uncomfortable calling me a professor too because I'm not that much older than them. <laughs> Well, hats off to you on everything that you do for some Jasara Wear Many Hats solutions. Would you feature Wear Many Hats in the next first last issue? We would love to be on probably throwing an artistic nude or two. Yeah, sure. That'd be or, perfect. Do you uh do you have the nudes ready? Nudes are ready. Locked and loaded. All right, so send them over. We'll <laughs> put together. I'll DM you them right away. No, but congrats on all the issues. They're they're beautifully put. Uh, me and Ali were talking about like the sleeves that they're in. Great sleeves. Great plastic sleeves. Yeah. Great plastic you. sleeves. Not not from the U line, right? No. Of course not. Clearbags.com. <laughs> they're they're it's like funny. It's like those like that like plastic sleeves makes it feel like it's like a finished thing. Right. Otherwise, just like like a book, like kind of messy. It feels like a, like a product, but I'm glad that they fit so well. It's like such a struggle to find the bag that fits right. Yeah, you didn't think that they were done until you put them in the plastic. So like they're done. Right, it's done. It's finished. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Oh man, I you gave me a heads up about this one. I still don't have an answer. Everyone says that. I I listened to a few of these before, but still didn't get any ideas. Did you have you been asking since the beginning? From the beginning. Weirdest answer? Honestly, they're all weird. I I and I they're just out the door right right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing too nothing too crazy. Nothing that will, you know, spark controversy, but everyone thinks that it's gonna be permanent though. Yeah, it's got that's kind of the point, right? Now that I think about it, since it is on the podcast and it is uploaded, it is there forever. That's true. Yeah. If you go to even if it's gone, you can go to uh Wayback Machine and, <laughs> and pull up old, old... I didn't I didn't know that it also worked for podcasts. I didn't it's also because I know that's for like tweets. Yeah, I think you can you can pull up any website, like a previous version of any website. Well, that's good to know. Maybe I should not look me up. 
<laughs> and your answer is? I would get my two bunnies' names, me and Alyssa's bunnies' names from my chest. Spawn me and sell me. Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks. Maybe I'll get it. <laughs> Plug your socials. Where can people find you? My website is my name.com, nickmassarelli.com. My my Insta is... Do you change it often? No, but I always forget if it's a period. It's Nick period Massarelli. Now, first last is at firstlast.us or firstlast.us. Thank you so much, Nick, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thanks, Rashad. This was a very cool, calm and collective. Very soothing. I'm surprised we didn't do any breath work. No, no breath work. I had a coffee before. Right. I don't know. This is definitely like ASMR podcast right now. Really? I feel ASMR like your, design podcast. Your audio is so crisp. Really? So, I feel like mine can't be that clear. I don't have that that thing. Yeah, I hear I hear that from a lot of people. I mean, when I listen to you, I mean, it's just very soothing. So I know that the all our listeners at the end are going to be hearing this and they're like, yes, that was soothing. Oh, good. I'm glad. Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Jasar and I'm Rashad. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>